0: How do we remember the deceased? How do we keep them present in our lives? It is hard to create meaning and ritual with those who are no longer with us. In her poem, Yiskor 5779, Danielle Resch grapples with these questions and more. Welcome to Episode 1 of Exegesis, featuring the work of Danielle Resch, as read by Tikva Hecht. Yiskor
1: 5779 by Danielle Resch. Today you are just a touch away, as close as a finger skimming the surface of the water, only a thin film separating us, just a ripple in between. Today your warmth wraps the air around my shoulders like a blanket, covers me like the wings of a talus as we huddle before the ark. Your voice envelops me like the warm water of the first immersion. TODAY YOUR HEARTY LAUGH ECHOES, JUST A FEW DIMENSIONS REMOVED, THE WAY A CONCH SHELL ECHOES, THE OCEAN, PRESSED UP AGAINST MY EAR, I HEAR IT, ENCASED, TODAY YOUR ENCOMPASSING STOMACH AGAINST MY FRAIL BODY IS NOT A MEMORY, BUT A SENSE ONLY SUDDENLY DISSIPATED, YOUR CHAP LIPS DAMP AGAINST MY HAND, YOUR CRACKLED WHISPERS, MY BEAUTY AND TOothy SMILE, near realities, just a few molecules unconfigured in the space. Today compresses the space. We are angels floating on empty stomachs, chorus voices rising on repeating words, ascending with the melodies so close you live on high. I reach just a hand further up.
0: Published in July of 2019, the poem is written by Danielle Resch, a graduate of the University of Texas at Austin, who teaches creative writing to students of all ages. Let's hear from her now. Cool. The poem, as uh, as I kind of talked about before, um, there was that shift away from kind of distance, like being a touch away, to uh, moving as a, as a blanket almost, or maybe a tallest, I don't really know um kind mm-hmm. of cover you. So I I didn't know what, what had caused that shift in the poem um or what you thought might cause that shift in feeling.
2: Um yeah, I think for me it was it was meant to be less of a shift and more of like kind of a dichotomy. Mm-hmm. Um so I think there there are times after someone dies when you feel really close to them and it feels like almost like they were just there. Um and then there's other times where where you realize that, like, there's still this barrier separating you. So I wanted to capture that combination of, like, be- feeling both close and enveloped by the person who's passed away, but also recognizing that you can't fully be with them and that you- that there's this st- still this separation and you can't fully be where they are.
0: And do you think that there's ways to, like, induce that closeness? Or is that, like, meaning, like, yes for itself, is that a way to get towards closeness, or is that, or is it more, kind of sometimes you feel it and sometimes you don't? Like, is there is there something that you can do personally, or is it uh, sort of a, a momentary kind of thing?
2: I mean, I think there are times in the year where you naturally feel closer. Like in Judaism, we talk about different times as being specific times to tap into certain feelings, and I think the High Holidays are, are a time of particular closeness, um, both to God and to to people who have passed away so I think it's part of just like tapping into that time of Yisker, that time of the high holidays and, and that feeling
0: interesting okay so maybe a, a mix of both kind of thing going on Um and then I also found it interesting that as you're talking about kind of this closeness to people um and the time of year that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are kind of like a rebirth for us personally but it's kind of a rebirth for the soul also um, and so I was kind of interested in your use of mikvah and why that might have come in if that was connected or um what the what the image meant to you kind of of mikvah or immersion.
2: Yeah, um so so when I wrote this poem I was I was thinking about my grandpa and it was still within uh, the first year that he died. Yeah. Um, and and I think I was feeling that the, I was I was still within that phase where the memory felt really close and and I, I felt like he was right there sometimes. Um, so I, I used the mixa image to capture that feeling of, like that comforting feeling of um, being surrounded by someone. Um, but I think it also is very to do to talk about me- memory and and rebirth as something that's connected. Um, when someone dies, we talk about we we say may their memory be a blessing and. And, and we're supposed to use the person's memory and what they valued and what they cared about to make ourselves better. Um, and I think we talk about that as both being something that helps us, um, but also something that helps the soul of the person. Um, so definitely, yeah, I do think rebirth and, and memory are connected.
0: Interesting. There's this term uh, Tony Morrison uses. I forget which book now. I want to say... I don't know. I don't want to quote the wrong book, but Toni Morrison uses uh, this idea of re-memory, um, which is like every time you remember, it kind of rebirths something. Um And I think about that a lot with like YISCOR or, or remembering people as one of the indicators of like truth is when somebody tells a story and it kind of changes every time. If you tell the exact same story, it's actually usually an indication that the story is not true. And I wonder with like the idea of Ysko and trying to make something that repeats um move from kind of a stagnant activity to like uh, an actual like meditation or useful activity is how things change every time we say Yitzchir or you remember somebody. Um, and I was wondering if, you know, it seemed to me that like that Mikva thing, that idea of rebirth is really, really poignant here where you say the same thing maybe three times, four times, five times a year and every year. And then how like it not only keeps people from fading from our memory, but it also helps to like rebirth them in our lives that so we kind of learn something um knew about them or about ourselves through them kind of thing
2: yeah yeah I totally agree with that and I think at different parts of your life you you appreciate different parts of what that person who has passed brought into your life
0: yeah and so that was like my the the final kind of thing I I, I was thinking about was the idea of you frame Yisker as like for you which I really liked because I think a lot of people, times people see Yisker as like I have to go to shul to say Yisker but it's not necessarily something I want to do. It's more for somebody else. And the further we get away from um, somebody's passing, the harder it becomes to like take that upon yourself, you know, because you kind of, you're like yourself, but you kind of saw it as a, an ascendancy for yourself at the end. And I really liked that idea. And I didn't know, uh, it seems to me a, a new framing kind of of the activity. And I didn't know what you, why you had framed it that way or what spurred that kind of framing versus, you know, being for the other person is kind of also for yourself.
2: Um, yeah, I think, again, it was, it was just kind of thinking about how, how high holidays are a time of particular closeness, and, um, I I mean, it always, it always struck me in the Yisker prayer, how, at least in the prayer book that we use at at my synagogue, we talk about, like, welcoming in the people who have passed away, and I always kind of imagine that, like, everyone, like, these, like, ghosts of people are, like, coming in and taking their seats, Um, um, and I think, like, Again, that's, that's part of like feeling feeling close to people, but um, and magnified by the fact that we're fasting, and you get to a point where you feel kind of floaty and like almost like you're ascending, mm-hmm. um, like almost like you're a soul and you're you're almost at that other world. Um, so it's, yeah, that's kind of what i was trying to tap into with the with thinking about yaskur is more of a personal thing like the combination of how you feel on Yom Kippur.
0: I didn't didn't think about like the physical kind of state. I mean, I guess that's right, right? On Yom Kippur, we're supposed to be like angels sort of, and I don't Mm -hmm. really know what angels are, but like this idea of leaving, shifting from a physical kind of experience to a more metaphysical, less body experience. I guess that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You're ascending into their ranks kind of thing as they ascend maybe with you. Uh, That's interesting. I really thought about that all right um, I guess that this is like the kind of I'm trying to think Jewish literary journal, so it kind of makes sense obviously that Yisker itself would um fit into that kind of framework of Jewish experience um I guess with what's going on now, I guess and our kind of isolation um as it is, I didn't know if you saw Yisker I guess you have this tension also of individual Yisker and then communal yisker. I didn't know how you kind of balanced those two things with it seeming this seemingly personal, very personal experience um, with the communal aspect. Do you think that like the the, the souls gathering with the people helps build that community, or how do you kind of translate between those two things—the individual experience of somebody who passed and then the communal experience of remembering um, those who came before us? Yeah, that's, that's a really
2: good question. Um... I mean, I think everything in Judaism is meant to be done in community. So mm-hmm. even when we're, we're remembering, like that, that also is a communal activity. And um, yeah, I think. I mean, I, th- I think like, like everyone during their lives touches so many different people. So it makes sense that memory also, like remembering them, also would be done in community. And I, I think sometimes we're more able to to open ourselves up to remembering someone or to open ourselves up to those grieving feelings when we're around a lot of other people who are doing the same thing.
0: I guess it makes you feel like less silly, right? I guess that's kind of like, we have, we kind of make this thing collective to to allow us in some ways to feel less alone, but not alone in the sense of that, but alone in the sense of it's not weird.
2: Right. I think both to make, to make you realize that at the time when you, when sometimes you're most prone to like to go just into yourself and to kind of delve into the grief and you have to be pulled out and be in a community and and remember that there's more than just what's in, what you're feeling inside of you
0: Thank you for listening to Exegesis If you liked what you heard, please remember to subscribe to rate and review the podcast See you next time